Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey there. Welcome in. Happy to see you. Happy to speak with you. Hope you're doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Believe in Jayhawks. Basketball show. Back on the airwaves. Back on the recording sphere, if you will. Apple. Spotify. SoundCloud. Probably. Yeah, SoundCloud rapper. Appreciate you listening. We are fully immersed in the summer experience right now. Um, so if you're staying cool out there, if you're in the shade listening to this, that's awesome. If you're at home trying to beat the heat, I totally get that. This is the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Jonas Nordman. Believe, your number one podcast network for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Here's what I believe. Crazy times right now in the NBA in terms of the Jayhawks. Really two drastic differences in experiences for some Jayhawks last night as I sit here on a Thursday. Not really going to get into that too deeply, but what we are going to talk about is what's going on still with the NBA, but the draft process and how it greatly affects in all likelihood if we're reading between the lines how it really affects what's going to happen in Lawrence for next season. And then, I don't know, I decided to take a look at some off-season material from ESPN, sort of some recruiting landscape, if you will, how the teams in the Big 12 are stacking up. Do some re- reaction to that short show today. You know, it's hot out there. People want to get outside. They want to run around. They want to be with the people um, where I am, just reopened. Like max masks, max is not optional. Max, if you if you are a max, you're a great person, presumably. But masks are optional now if you're fully vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you can't. You still have to wear a max. God, <laughs> you still have to wear a mask. <laughs> Don't wear a max. It'll be very heavy. But you know. How are we really going to know who's vaccinated or not? So great rule. Um, On top of that, I know it's a crazy heat wave going across the country right now. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We got a heat wave out there. So stay cool with us. I'm believing Jayhawks. I I had to close the windows here in my home studio, meaning that it is getting really steamy in here. Just really quickly close the windows, turn on the computers, get recording. And I am already deeply uncomfortable. Part that's probably why, you know, the, the topics for today are, are not going to be too expansive. But you know, where are you at? Let me know. Where are you listening to to the show? How are you feeling out there? Is it humid? I hate that for you. Anyways, believe in Jayhawks basketball show. I'm Jonas Nordman. You know how to get a hold of me. Follow all the believe social media accounts. They tagged the show last week. Did some fun infographics. My topic about Devontae Graham and how he's doing. It was nice to get a shout out from the people. Anyways, 
some news about the combine. I won't tease you anymore. So next week is the NBA combine. I feel like the NBA combine is still a relatively recent phenomenon, right? Like the M- the NFL one and the NFL draft just took off in recent years. Like within the last decade, last 15 years, the NFL draft and the NFL combine are essentially events. NBA is not quite up to that level yet, although the lottery can be a fun time in the NBA. But the combine now at least warrants no press releases and some attention, especially attention from Lawrence, Kansas. All right. So the combine will be held Monday, June 27th. And it'll go for a couple days there. Again, the NBA combine is pretty short. They're starting on a Monday. NFL combine starts, I think, on a Thursday, goes to the weekend. So people pay attention. Quarterbacks perform like on Saturdays so they can maximize the viewing. The NBA Combine, not as impactful. <laughs> they'll do the they'll do drills June 22nd through the 25th. And then the television takes place on June 27th. Excuse me, someone from Sacramento was calling me. Governor, not right now. Now is not the time. We're talking about the Combine. <laughs> All right, so... I bring this up partially for who is invited from Kansas and really who's not. Because at the moment, we're all like, Kansas is going to be a top five team. Kansas is looking good to come back. KU's got some transfers. Mix that in with some returnees. This is looking pretty solid. But we also don't know who those returnees are quite yet, right? But I believe, and a lot of people are making the same assumption, that this combined invite is starting to really shape Kansas's roster. I said on these airwaves a couple of weeks ago, don't be surprised. And I think it's very likely, especially after Jalen Coleman lands transferred in from Iowa state. I think it's more likely that Ochai Abaji leaves and that Jalen Wilson and especially Remy Martin return to Allen Fieldhouse. I mentioned how the NBA drafts on potential. I mentioned how players want to get the clock started already, right? Like your draft position doesn't necessarily matter anymore. Yeah, you want that lottery. Yeah, you want to be drafted in the first round and you want a guaranteed contract. But in some cases, it's just more important to get some checks clearing, to be playing against professionals, to not have to sort of worry about, you know, school. So the one Jayhawk, which take that and read that about the program as you wish, to be invited to the NBA Draft Combine is Ochai Abaji. Like I said, not invited, Jalen Wilson, Remy Martin. Now, Jalen Wilson and Marcus Garrett were invited to, what's it called? Is it just the G League Combine? It's a G League camp, the NBA G League elite camp. So it's like the NBA combine as their first crack at who they really want to see. And then there's going to be like a G League combine where the best of the rest are going to battle it out. Still try to make a name for themselves. And Jalen Wilson's been invited there. 
Remy Martin was not. So like I said, it seemed pretty likely that Remy Martin would be coming to Kansas regardless. And I think it's becoming more and more clear he will be playing college basketball next year. Not really drawing the interest of the big boys up top. Not really drawing the interest of the G League, so to say. I think it would really behoove him as a scoring point guard to go play under Bill Self regardless. And I think it's, if I had to put a number on it, I think we're at at least 95% that Remy Martin plays for Kansas next year. That's just a gut feeling. I don't have the sources on it. That's just me saying, reading the tea leaves, if you will. Remy Martin will be a Jayhawk next year. The interesting name is, of course, Jalen Wilson. That blend of size and, I guess you could say skill, at least shooting ability, usually. Not getting noticed. At least not getting noticed enough to get the big combine invite. And I think, depending on how Ochai's draft prep has gone, you get him in a setting like a combine where they're going to test your physical attributes, I think he's really going to shine. You want to test his vertical? Awesome. You're going to love it. Arm length? I'm pretty sure he's got a pretty good wingspan just from watching him. His biggest issue, right, has been assertiveness. It's been consistency shooting. Falls asleep maybe here and there defensively. But at the combine, and if you prepare for these things, you can really break through. So here's the thing. If you're Bill Self, I think you're, you're really hoping that one of these guys stays in the draft. I know that's sort of weird to say, and I know it's weird maybe for fans to think about. But here's why. Bill Self puts together, quote-unquote, super teams. And I don't know if this upcoming season is going to quantify that. You know, if you, if you bring back Abaji, you bring back Wilson, McCormack, Yosefu, Remy Martin, some of the other recruits, Christian Brown, right, still there. Is that really a, a college super team? It certainly doesn't compare to the Kentucky team of 2015. Or say, like, I, I guess people would consider the Duke team with, like, Zion, RJ Hampton, Cam Reddish. That was probably a super team to people, even though they only made the Elite Eight. It's a good college team. There's no doubt about it. The assortment of names that I just mentioned that could be playing for Kansas next year. But when Bill has had teams like that with the great depth, people seem to forget that Bill Self doesn't really like depth. He tends to weed people out preseason. He sort of realizes who can play defense, who's going to play the way that he wants. And certainly by tournament time, Bill Self is playing eight, nine guys max. So you don't want to ruffle feathers. You don't want people coming back. So much talent on one roster pushing for a select number of spots. And then people get ticked off. One, it looks better to get another player in the NBA. Two, he's probably happy for Ochai to go chase that dream. I'm assuming it'd be Ochai again. But two, yes, injuries happen. You never know what's going to happen over the course of the year, especially during these weird times. 
we saw that with Kansas last year, right? And the way that the roster essentially got devastated down the stretch run, Big 12 play, Big 12 tournament play, and then into the tournament as they were playing shorthanded with one hand tied behind their back due to the coronavirus issues. But, you know, if you have, but what's the old adage about a quarterback platoon, right? Two QBs. If you've got two, do you really have one? I think Bill Self would rather rake through with a fine-toothed comb, find the guys he trusts, and ride those horses with some good depth behind, of course. I'm not going to say depth isn't a good thing. But he doesn't utilize 10, 11 guys, and you don't really want to. You want guys that are sharp. So we'll see. If I had my druthers, well, I can't remember if that means if I had my preference, if I, was, if I had a strong guess, like a prediction. I think Ochai stays in. He plays either at the end of an NBA roster. I think he'll be in the G League regardless. I think Wilson will come back. I do think so. I know this is technically his third year out of high school. Missed his true freshman year, red shirt freshman year last year. But I think he comes back. And I think Remy Martin was always going to come back. He just stayed in the process. And hopefully he would hear some good news and hasn't really manifested itself. And hopefully he can come back to college, work on what he needs to, and be a really good lead point guard for Kansas. Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you think, I should say. Who would you rather come back? I'm not going to have a preference. I just think that Ochai is going to stay in. Would you prefer Abaji or would you prefer Wilson stay or go? Now, that's an interesting question. Fire up the poll machine. Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. And basically, the last piece of, of news has to do with the sales pitch discussion on ESPN. A relatively interesting piece that ESPN is going through during the offseason. We're all trying to figure out here in college basketball land how to get through these cold summer months of no college basketball. Cold in the regards of there's no college hoops. They're talking about, they're, they are talking about what do programs have to offer to recruits? How are schools building their programs? And really what stood out to me, and I guess this sort of plays back to what I was talking about with the, with the combine, just really talking about how Baylor made such a good team last year, right? Because here's the thing about Baylor. We as Kansas basketball fans have really seen the transformation of the Bears. Back to, call it 2010, right? So let's call it the last decade. The first part of the previous decade. Baylor recruited really well. Torian Prince, right? Perry Jones III. They seem to have a a really good big man every year. Some big recruit. Uh, The young man whose name I can't remember right now. I think his last name, Austin. Is it Isaiah Austin? Uh, The one that had a heart problem. The NBA, quote-unquote, drafted him to be into the front office, showing that it pays to be tall and like heavily recruited when you're younger. Sorry, that's uh, that's mean-spirited. 
Let me see. Is it Isaiah Austin? Yeah, it's Isaiah Austin. He's actually playing overseas right now. But he's a guy who had a heart condition or some sort of physical ailment. It was a really top recruit. So Baylor did it through the five-star way. But it didn't really work, did it? Yeah, they were competitive. Sure, they would make life difficult for the Jayhawks. They would make the tournament. But they rarely made it into the second weekend. In fact, they had some pretty infamous blowups. And what happened down in Waco, right under our noses, yeah, we saw the transformation happening. We didn't truly realize it until two seasons ago, I think, when Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell, Macy Oteague took the nation by storm. Is they brought in a ton of transfers. All those guys that is mentioned, Teague, Mitchell, Jared Butler. Jared Butler's not technically a, tra- uh, a transfer, but he did originally commit to Alabama before switching late to Baylor. But Teague and Mitchell especially, transfers. And so I, I bring that up because I think it's partly why I'm so excited for this upcoming season, and it's really weird. I'm really enjoying the transfer portal shenanigans that are happening in the NCAA. I don't know why. I think it's because it's making a lot of these coaches sweat and really uncomfortable for the first time. Like, for the first time, these guys are not lording over the athletes. They don't have the complete upper hand. The athletes have a little bit more say. And yes, you've had your entire high school career to commit You should have thought about it. Like Things don't always necessarily go your way. Sometimes it's better to stick through, battle through, and earn something instead of going to just just running away, right? But you're also making decisions as teenagers. And a lot can change, and coaches can get fired, and you never know what's going to happen. And on top of that, I I just think that the transfer portal is making teams better. And so I'm really excited because by bringing in All these transfers for Kansas this year. I'll start with the negative. Yes, on the one hand, it's a lot of new faces to gel and put together. It's essentially a brand new team based off of last year. I've talked about it countless times since the season's ended and the transfer portal started getting really crazy. It's like the portal that Loki came out of right at the beginning of the first Avengers. It is active. Which like that big, again, first Avengers, the hole in the sky and all the aliens coming through. There's people going down. There's people coming up. There's a lot of action. So, yeah, Kansas has lost or flipped a ton of people. But when you bring in veterans, people who have already played college basketball, there's just something preferable to that than bringing in the freshmen. Yeah, I know they're really talented and they're going to make you look good in the NBA. But we've seen it more times than not where there's a learning curve to the NBA or to the college game. And I like bringing in the older guys who are tougher, who have something to prove, and have a little bit of an edge. I think Bill Self prefers that, and I think those are his best teams. And so I guess I briefly brought up that article on ESPN. 
just to talk about how I'm sort of looking forward to what is essentially a brand new team and a brand new concoction of Kansas Jayhawks. You got a flavor of the normal, what we're used to, the guys that have been recruited and developed, McCormack, maybe Wilson, maybe Abaji. <laughs> Mitch Lightfoot, Christian Brown are still around. But then you've got the the sprinkle, the salt and pepper of some guys, maybe with some salt and pepper hair. Col- Coleman Lands, Cam Martin, Remy Martin. Well, I just thought about that. So, yeah. Yosefu, right? So, we'll see. It is <laughs> June 17th, and I'm already counting down the days to the season. No matter how frustrating a season is, there's times you just sit there and say, man, I could really go for some college basketball right now. It's like a side salad. Sounds good. I'll have some of that. Except it's way more enjoyable as college basketball. Anyways, appreciate you listening. Hope you have a great weekend. It is Father's Day this Sunday. Make sure, I guess you didn't get flowers for him, unless that's what he wants. A good bow tie, a good tie, good necktie. I'm sure many of you have great memories and you're perhaps college basketball and Kansas Jayhawks fans because of your time with your father sitting there on the couch growing up watching the Jayhawks of your youth. You know, my, my KU fandom came on a little bit later in life, midway through. I think I've made up for it. Always enjoy watching Kansas games with my dad, my family overall, but of course with him especially. Always good at the beginning of the year with the Champions Classic. He walks in, like, oh, they're, they're playing. I didn't know it was the season. Um, how, how are they going to be this year? How are they looking? <laughs> Go into, they'll be good. Oh, they're top ranked. And then, you know, around December into January, it's, so oh, how are they playing? But how are they looking now? And, you know, like last year had been, well, not so great. <laughs> but happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your weekend. Stay cool. Pop open a cold one of water. Stay hydrated. And apart from that, I look forward to speaking with you next week. I'm sure more news will break. Otherwise, we'll talk more Jayhawks in the NBA. We'll probably have to do the season in review pretty soon here for the guys who were on last year's team. I've bided my time long enough. (laughs) But we will get to it eventually. I sort of teased it, but... Marcus Morris, great night for the Clippers last night. Joel Embiid, just an awful night for the Philadelphia 76ers overall. And he played well, but you blow a 26-point lead. It's not a good night for you. So with that, I will speak with you this time next week. Have a good one, and as always, Rock Chalk. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.